Hello, everyone. Welcome to Reiki Radio. This is Yolanda. Happy Wednesday. If you are new to Reiki Radio, we air every Wednesday at 4.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, which is 7.30 p.m. Eastern. And I just want to, um, first of all, say I'm really excited about today's show. I wanted to do a show talking about oracle cards and how we can use them to create breakthroughs within our own lives and um, what you learn about yourself on this journey beyond just doing readings for other people, but even the experiences with reading other people. And when I was preparing for the show, I had a thought of what would be better than actually having this conversation with um people who are new to reading. So as most of you know, I hosted a class a few months ago um, teaching people how to read oracle cards. And as I've said on previous shows, the students did a phenomenal job, like far beyond anything I would have ever imagined. And two of them are going to join us today to share with us what their experiences have been with oracle cards and doing readings and all of that. So it should be a lot of fun, and I just want to start the show with them right away because we only have 30 minutes, and I want to make sure they have plenty of time to share. So, Leslie, are you with us? I am. Can you hear me? Yes. And Michelle, are you also there? Yes, I'm here. Okay, beautiful. So welcome both of you to the show, and I want to thank you both in advance now for coming on. As you know, I'm very excited to have you. Um, so just to start out right away, I wanted to ask both of you, what drew you to learning how to read cards or just Oracle in general? Who's going first? (laughs) Go ahead, Michelle. So I guess just to start off real quick, I have been practicing Reiki for two years now. I'm a level two practitioner and um, I found Yolanda just looking for some type of course that mainly just strengthened my intuition. I wasn't, to be honest, wasn't really, I was interested in Oracle cards, but it wasn't the main primary focus. I thought it would be fun, I guess. Mm-hmm. And um, <clears throat> and that's really why I decided to take the course. And it turned out to be so much more than what I imagined it to be as far as strengthening my intuition, um, everyday decisions, um, working with clients, family, um, work, career, you name it. So it turned out to be a lot more than what I was expecting it to be, but that's that's why I decided to take the course. Perfect. Okay. And for you, Leslie, what drew you to learning Oracle or strengthening your intuition? Uh, Well, I I don't have much experience at all with... um, Oracle cards or tarot or um, strengthening my intuition, but as luck would have it, um, I've been listening to Reiki Radio for probably six months now, and there was an old episode, and I listened to it one day, and, you know, I kind of moved through and listened to a few other episodes, and I began to feel like Yolanda was speaking my language and uh, it, I got a tug in a direction toward Oracle cards for what reason I 
can't really say. I have no idea. Now that I've been through the class, I realized it was somehow exactly what I needed to do. Um, and it turns out that it's really interesting for me. Um, and I initially thought, oh, this is just something I'll do for myself, you know, read the cards and see if I can get any insights about what's happening in my life. But as it turns out, it's much more fun to read for somebody else. And, you know, as you're going through this process of of reading the cards, getting information that you're thinking, oh, gosh, this person's going to think that this is ridiculous. They're not, you know, I'm not going to have any connection with them. And it turns out that this stuff that's, that happens to come in to your mind when you're reading these cards really does connect with this person. So I don't understand it. I don't know how I got here, but all I know is <laughs> I'm here. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> it's, that's perfect. Oh. That is so funny. That's perfect. That actually reminds me of, you know, what we talk about on the show so many times of when you have like those callings and you feel drawn to certain things and of course listening to that. And it's so amazing because you don't ever really know where it will lead and how it will change you and how it will open you up. So with that, um, can you, both of you, and Michelle, if you want to go first again, um, can you share with us what you learned with using Oracle cards as far as what you may have learned about yourself or just looking at the energy or reading the energy for other people? Okay, the the biggest thing I guess takeaway from starting to learn to work with oracle cards, my biggest I guess challenge was trusting myself and constantly doubting myself. So that beyond mm-hmm. you're working with oracle cards, it is if you're not don't have the experience like myself, it's al- it's almost like you're immediately going in with doubt. Um, mm-hmm. So that was the biggest hurdle. Once I started to learn to trust myself and let go of the doubt, and the, the best, my favorite part of the course was when we talked about, well, when you taught us the difference between imagination and, and intuition. It was almost yes. like the light bulb was like, aha, okay. It's like, and and um, it, that really helped me. And and also, too, when I was working with the cards, just mainly for myself, things, issues that I was dealing with or, or going through, um, maybe that I wanted clarity for. And the best advice I can give someone who's maybe starting a class and starting to work with the cards is we all have the answers, right? Deep down, nice. our, we know it. So trying to pull a card for clarity and not pull a card to get a different answer, mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's not going to work. And it, I found that very amusing because I'm like, oh, really? I didn't want this card right now. But guess what? <laughs> you started seeing the same cards come up over and over again, whether it's our other students were doing readings for us or it was myself mm-hmm. or Yolanda when you were doing reading for us. It was just, it was amazing how you saw that happen. So, so yeah, I would say trust yourself. Don't doubt. Embrace it. And oh, Yolanda, you obviously go through that with the students before the course, but I really urge, um, I mean, this is if someone's on the line and thinking about taking the class. That yeah. would be my advice anyway. And that is a huge one. I mean, you know, even throughout the course and even just in life, when you were saying that, listening to you um, say that, it reminded me of how much we just doubt 
or doubt can come up for us just in life in general, even outside of using the cards. So even having that practice and learning to use Oracle and learning to trust yourself in readings, how that can translate and spill over into other aspects of your life and learning to trust yourself. Um, Thank you so much for sharing that because that is a huge one. (laughs) What about you, Oh, sure. What have you learned about uh, yourself or reading energy? The hurdle is for sure um, trusting yourself, you know, wondering this information that's kind of coming in. Is Am I dreaming this up? Am I making this up? Did I hear this earlier today? You know, mm-hmm. is this something I've thought about previously about this person? Um, all that stuff is is just doubt kind of circling around. But if you relax, into it and you start to read um you realize that uh you can trust yourself so that was huge for me too i it is a little difficult for me to read myself um Mm -hmm. but i will say that i've realized how i receive information uh information that are truly not my thoughts, you know, how how am I getting information through this reading? And there are a few ways that I actually receive the information, but that's something that I learned to do during this class, and that is something that I will most likely continue to work on as I progress with uh, whatever my next steps are. Yeah, and that is a huge thing, learning how you personally translate energy, um, how you read energy and how that information comes in for you and your intuition. And I think that was one of the funnest parts of the class for me, watching all of you individually make that connection with, oh, I see stuff or, oh, I hear things, and just noticing how things um, translate for you. Another thing I wanted to ask you both about and if you can share um i know in emailing and staying in touch with you that you've had some interesting experiences with doing readings um whether it's for your family or your friends and even doing readings without cards so can you share maybe one of your favorite stories about that or something that um really kind of like hit home and helped you feel confident about your reading abilities Sure, Yolanda. I don't know if I – there's a few stories. I know we don't have too much time, but the one in particular when we were working with the um, – when we were doing our meditation in one court class and we were thinking about someone's energy, whether it's someone that was distanced away, away from us, whether it was a loved one or a friend or something yes. like that, um, I, about my niece. I don't know. Maybe I should go over that. Yeah, um, please. So that – that was one one class in the painting, so we were meditating, which helps a lot, by the way. Um, and I've been practicing that daily, doing a daily meditation, and before okay. I do anything, before I do Reiki, before I do a reading. So we were in class, and, and Yolanda, you mentioned to us, think of someone that's, that's not close by as far as the other room, but away, away, whether it's distance, you know, out of the state or far away from us. So I was just thinking about meditating on my niece, who's seven years old. 
And immediately I saw her crying. She was upset. And, you know, and at this point I'm like, why am I thinking of my beautiful niece crying upset? I don't like this, right? So I was trying to, you know, think of something of her, a happy thought. And I kept on seeing her in her bed crying. Um, she, she clearly was in trouble and she got in trouble for something. And it was something to do about a toy. So this is 9 o'clock at night on a, on a Wednesday. I'm thinking, okay, I'm clearly making this up. But, and, um, but then I was concerned. So at that moment, I had texted my sister and asked her, you know, is everything okay uh, to my niece, Gianna? Is she, is she okay? And I immediately had a response. And she, her response to me was, did, did she just call you? Um, no, we're, we're not okay. She was punished because she was not listening to me over a toy. <laughs> so, and, and the thing that was even more crazy was that she was in her bedroom, curled up, crying because she was being punished. But I had saw, I mean, I saw it. I saw it. Right. It was happening at that moment in time, which to me blew me away. And my sister and I were you know, it was pretty a, a crazy, cool thing. Once I once I experienced that, I felt like my confidence boosted a little bit. Yeah, and that's a huge thing, and it's such a beautiful thing. When I I think part of the reason I love, um, you know, strengthening the intuition intuition and sharing that with people as much as Reiki is because it really does let you see how there is no. Um, separation between us and how energy really is boundless and how connected we really are. And if you can just tap into how you can be aware of that energetic connection and how you pick up on the messages, I mean, it's just unbelievable. But to have that experience, to see what is going on with your niece and then have that validated that what you saw was absolutely correct, I mean, I don't think you could have had any better validation than that. Right. That was pretty cool. (laughs) Yeah, that's a really good one. And what about you, Leslie? So um, one of the things that stands out for me, uh, I have, I've done, I did readings for two of my sisters. And, you know, I basically um, did general readings for them. And it it wasn't in person. It wasn't over the phone. I basically did it on my own time, told them when I was going to read them. They're like, okay, yeah, whatever, you know. They're like, you're taking a class? And I said, yeah, I'm taking a class, okay? I'm taking a class. I'm reading these cards. So they're like, okay, whatever. So my one sister regularly, by regularly, maybe once every year or two years, if, you know, she's out somewhere and she sees a psychic, she might, you know, walk through the door and get a reading and come out and, you know, be upset every single time. And I ask her, you know, why do you continue to do this if you're upset? Anyway, so I read for that sister and then I read for another sister who has never had a reading, has never experienced um, cards, and it's the furthest thing from her life. So the sister who's far away from all this, she kind of, you know, her her response was, "Uh, yeah, okay, sounds like me. All right, fine. I didn't expect anything different. Now, the other sister who uh, is interested, um, I called her up after I sent her her reading, and I said, you know, what did you make of that? And, of course, her first question to me was, okay, what was the other sister's reading like? Which, you know, she's not concerned with her reading. She's concerned with the other sister's reading. (laughs) So, you know, I immediately said, well, 
you know, I can't really talk about that. Okay, blah, blah, blah. So we're chatting along, and she said, you know, my hairdresser had a party a few years ago, and there was a psychic there, and I had a reading, and the psychic told her that I uh, read cards in a past life. I, I said, wait a minute. I said, I'm confused. I said, I showed up in your reading with your hairdresser psychic? <laughs> <laughs> and she said, she said yes. And she said, I, I never told you this because there really wasn't any reason to. Which, you know, that fair enough. That's that makes sense to me. But right. I mean, this was really the furthest thing from my life several years ago too. And now it just feels right, like it should be part of my life. Yeah, and you know, even with doing this, do you do Reiki as well, Leslie? I do. Yeah. You do. Yeah. yeah. And it's so interesting how when you start like anything in the realm of, you know, energy healing or even just trying to learn more about yourself, how many doors open up and how many different paths you know, present themselves and all these different options come up for you. So with both of you, after doing this type of work and connecting more with your intuition and reading and playing really in this way, in this realm, has it opened any new doors for you of what you're curious about now? Are you studying anything new now? I think that it definitely is just, and like you said, it opens the door. And I think, Leslie, you and I had this conversation offline where, you know, we we were certified level one, and now, mind you, we're, you know, we're, we don't live in the same area, but we were certified sort of at the same time, level one, Reiki certified. And then we both noticed that once you once we were certified and, and received our level two certification, it was almost like once we were in tune, it, mm-hmm. it was almost like the light switch really went off. I mean, the level one was, was amazing, but level two was like, okay, okay now, this is what we are meant to right. do. This is what we were put on this earth for. Um, let's get going here. What what needs to be done as far as, you know, continuing uh, our path? And mm-hmm. I think that's where I started really actively looking for, okay, like Reiki groups, um, Reiki Radio, who typed in Reiki, Reiki Podcast, Reiki Radio. There, Yolanda started listening to your, your, your class, um, and it just opened, like you said, opened up the door. So yeah, and in this class again, it just jump jump started the the passion, the excitement, the okay, like what's next? So yeah, I'm currently like looking for some local groups in the area, um, sharing groups, meeting groups. Um, definitely want to learn. There's always so much more to learn. So it's just a matter of you know getting in, getting hooked up with the right people and. And uh, being the availability of of maybe taking another course, but yeah, that's how I feel anyway. That's perfect, and I'm so glad you said that because I do talk about that a lot on the show as well. Like how it is important to have um, a community that you can connect with and people you can exchange with and talk about what's going on on your path. But it's so hard to really explain to someone who isn't going through the same process of how much you are changing and growing and then your interests are all over the place and you want to learn this and you want to learn that. So it can be, um, it's fun. It's really an exciting time, yeah. I think. So that's really, really cool. And then what about you, Leslie? 
Yeah, I would say um, after my level two Reiki attunement, um, things kind of unfolded almost like it was in the background and things were, I mean, it wasn't right in my face. I couldn't say, oh, on this day this happened and this day. Mm-hmm. It just kind of creeped in and... Um, made me aware of things that maybe I wasn't previously aware of. But I will say um, I'm now being tugged toward astrology, Mm -hmm. um, tarot cards, uh, and also Akashic Records. So if I had nothing to do, I could do this all day long and it would be so fun. I wish I had nothing to do. That's exactly what I wish. But, you know, everybody has a life and mm-hmm. and and has responsibilities. So it's hard to get done everything that I feel like I want to be involved with. But I do take time every day for something. Um, I do yoga. I do meditate um, and trying to find enough time and and where to actually spend the time so that you're not just kind of, you know, meandering out on some path of randomness, which, you know, hasn't worked so bad for me so far. But getting linked in with the right people is really key and Yolanda you um your class was phenomenal and it was so much fun I remember Tuesday nights we did it on Tuesday nights for eight classes and about a half an hour before the class I would get my space all set up you know light a candle and get my cards out and get my notebook and shut the door and you know get rid of the dogs and tell my husband you know don't come in I'm going to be busy for two hours or make that three hours and it was just like it was so much fun and if if I could do a class like that every week I would um yeah. but I I really feel like I got so much out of your class and and you're an excellent teacher and it wasn't overly structured but it was structured enough where you kept us on track so I'm I'm not trying to sell your classes for you but I I <laughs> I genuinely feel like it really put me in a place of feeling like I'm starting to know what I'm doing. That is, I mean, I could, I'm smiling so big I can't even speak. That <laughs> really means a lot to me. No, I'm so happy to hear that. And that really, I mean, both of you know from being in the class that's, or even just listening to the show, that's really why um, I do this. And it's hard to have these experiences and learn all of these things myself and not want to share it with other people. You know, even the excitement of you connecting with your intuition and learning how to read. I mean, it's hard to contain yourself. You just want to share it with someone, read someone, do something. (laughs) And I, I mean, it really is an honor for me to connect with anyone that I'm able to teach, you know, just that we make that connection with each other. But I've learned so much from all of you as well. And you know I love hearing your stories. Um, There was something that you said that, um, oh, finding the time. And Mm -hmm. I wanted to just point that out for a second because a lot of people struggle with that, finding the time and finding the balance with 
what it is they feel so drawn to do and then the responsibilities that we have in everyday life. And one thing for anyone that is, you know, a student of mine, a friend of mine on this path, I always say, if you don't have time for anything else, make time for meditation. (laughs) At least do that every day because it does help you stay clear and connected and it does help um, guide you with which way to go next and it keeps you strong in that trust like both of you mentioned you know learning to trust yourself so that is one thing you always want to make the the time for but it is amazing how once you put it out there you have this idea or question about what you want to learn it's like the things just pop up they show up and even from the side of you know, wanting to share and teach, you all show up. And, you know, I have very strong intentions about the type of students I want, who I want to attract, who, you know, <laughs> who I want to exchange with. And so it really is like such a blessing for me to have such wonderful people that I get to share with and learn with and grow with. And I thank both of you for that. So we have um, about five minutes left. And, um, one other thing I wanted to just check in with both of you, kind of like um, just from being able to be your teacher, I was wondering, <laughs> since the class has ended, have you continued working with the cards and are you still seeing new ways that you are translating energy? Oh, absolutely, Yolanda. And back to real quick, I know we only have a few minutes, but that meditation I don't mm-hmm. think I ever was properly meditating until I took your course. For all these years of, of yoga and thinking I was meditating, but your guided meditations worked wonders for me. But now it's to the point okay. where obviously I don't have to listen to listen yes. to the, the podcast or, the you know, I, I know the routine, but I know what to do and how to get myself in a meditative state where I'm on a bus on the on my way to work Every morning, and who would think that you could, you know, how can you meditate on the bus, right? I would say it's impossible, but it's not. And you start your day like that, and I've been starting my days and trying to end my days, and then working with the cards, um, tapping into my own energy. It's amazing. It really is. And um, and I just, the doubt is, the doubt is gone. When I pull cards, right now I'm just pulling cards for myself, really haven't been away, really haven't had the time to um to really do other readings, but I'm just right now just working it for myself and that doubt is gone. That doubt that was in the beginning, it's like, okay, this is it. This is what it is and it's it's awesome. That is so good. Good. I'm glad yeah. <laughs> so glad to hear that. And what about you, Leslie? I am continuing to read. Um it actually occurred to me that I should go through my email contacts and send out like a blind copy email and kind of come clean and say to everyone in my contacts, okay, some of you know this and some of you don't, but I'm starting to read cards and if you're interested, I'll give you a reading and just kind of reach out that way because there's a lot of people that I know very well who it seems a little more difficult for me to read and others that are just basically acquaintances, people that I've worked with, you know, people from my past that I may or may not be that close in contact with, which I don't want to charge for this. I I don't want to do this for money, but I want to continue to read for other people without like setting out my shingle, so to speak. 
So that's one thing that um, I've been thinking about because I do want to continue to read, and I do read for myself. I actually did yesterday, and um, I can't say that how I'm translating energy has really changed. Um, I do get these these vivid pictures when I'm reading for other people mm-hmm. um, that are a pretty clear message uh, for me and it seems for them. I don't necessarily get those vivid pictures, um, images when I read for myself. Right. But it it comes in in a different way. It's kind of like a knowing, I guess, or a gut feeling. And, you know, it's good to hear you say that, too, because I'm glad that you are, which we did talk about in the class, but I'm glad that you are um, open to and knowing and allowing yourself to receive in multiple ways and not getting stuck in that, like, oh, I can only see things or, oh, I, I only get messages through hearing. So it's good to hear you know and recognize that the messages come through in various ways. Yeah, I don't limit myself um, Perfect. that way. Yeah, That is so good. And now, of course, I want to talk to both of you offline after the show um, <laughs> just to hear more Here about how you... No, no, no. I really... I, it's, cause it's been, what, about a month at least since the class has ended. And so I have been thinking about all of you and wondering how everyone is doing. So I'm glad that you came on the show to share um, your stories and your experiences, but I'm so happy that I get to hear what's been going on with you as well. So both of you expect to hear from me soon, and thank you so much for sharing with everyone today. Thank you for having us. Oh, you're so welcome. And, of course, always, I want to thank all of you for tuning in to Reiki Radio. I see that we did have some calls on the line on hold, and I'm sorry that we didn't get a chance to get to you today. But be sure to tune in next week. Um, We will be sharing some more information. Always, we're talking about ways to um, strengthen your own energy and following your heart and all of these different topics. And if you miss any episodes, you can always go back and listen in the archives at blogtalkradio.com forward slash Reiki Radio. Or you can also subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and listen to any past episodes that way. So thank you so much sincerely to Michelle and Leslie, amazing students. And thank you to all of you. I hope you have a beautiful night.